Buds, we are two 20-something-year-old women fresh out of college and fresh into all things work, life, relationships, and self-appreciation. As we find ourselves, we hope to provide a space for others to join in on our takes on life and the process of making sense out of the nonsense. So welcome to our podcast, where we make the grass a little greener, because here, we, we grow, grow together. together. One. Welcome back, guys. You guys are here for another week, our last week of this piece of the series last week how exciting I know right I wish we had like what do you call those effects um so let's get into our icebreaker you guys know every week we kind of come with something new just to kind of break the ice get the conversation started and this week we are going to ask what's your ideal girls night Taya start us off okay um so my ideal girls night Wow, maybe I should have thought about this a little bit before we, we started recording. <laughs> I um, actually feel the same way. Right? My ideal girls' night would probably be like going out to dinner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I like the girls' nights that are just like spontaneous. Like you just go from move to move and you I just. I feel that, yeah. Like you have one starting like point. Yeah, like you didn't expect this to happen, but like it ended up being fun somehow out of the blue. So like I just did this recently when I was in Minneapolis with the girls um, that I like became friends with over the summer. And it was so maybe like shout out to one of my friends in the group. I won't say her name, but like she had a whole dang near itinerary planned, but it wasn't even like itinerary. (laughs) It was more so just kind of like, I'm gonna just go on Instagram and look up every single move that I find, and then she literally put it all in a note. And then y'all just went, and then I she, love it, and shared it with us so that it was like, if we went to one of these moves and it was dead, we have another one on the list. Like, okay, we know exactly the address, what to put in the Uber. We finna just go, right? Oh, that's very so it was like perfect because we bounced to like six clubs that night, but that was just because it was like it was dead, right? We had another move following afterwards. So I feel like that's so fun. Like, it's just kind of spontaneous. You just move it around. And yeah, you get to end of the night and be like, hey, that was a lot of fun. It was eventful. Like we had. <laughs> yeah, it's eventful. And it was a lot of stuff like lined up to do. I hate it when you like do something and then you, like, I don't know, you may have like an awkward pause of like, let's say you go to the We're club. We're trying to and- scramble for moves once everybody's already drunk yeah. or like tea. It's like, okay, now I can't function and like get now we just like we just, <laughs> literally we just standing in the street with our heels and dresses on looking crazy <laughs> so no, like, real. <laughs> gotta constantly be on the move so I like that because even by that point it's like if we don't find something I'm going home right Period. it's no pressure it's like okay we moving with the night whatever the night entails no I agree with that I think that would probably be yep. mine too I would add, well, you kind of said like with the heels and dresses, but I think just having places that I can go and like actually dress up and do something different because it's so, I buy so many things that I'm like, I have no clue where I'm going to wear this. So anytime I get a chance to wear whatever I buy, especially recently, I think that's my ideal girls night is just having a place to wear these outfits. And also like you were saying with the keep moving, I am not good with like, drinking and staying still because I will be sleeping Mm -hmm. so like moving and being able to kind of keep up with something I'm I'm better with that because then I can kind of keep my momentum up yep I agree I can only do so much (laughs) I agree that's so true yeah I definitely feel like that is that is the best part about it I don't if I get too idle I'm gonna start getting sleepy and people will be forgetting that alcohol is like a downer so like I'll be getting tired. I, it's like crazy to think that because in the beginning, I really do be hyped. Like, I really think I could take on the whole night. And then somewhere in between, I don't know what happens. It's a crash. Like, it's always it's a crash. It's always a crash. And I'm like one of those type of people that shut down when I crash. Like, it's really a, I'm not <laughs> mad. I'm not even like, I don't even want us to have to go home, but just know I'm not going to talk. Like, I just. <laughs> yeah, because I'm processing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the world has hit it's me. a lot going on yes the world has hit me it's a lot going on in my head right now the world's also kind of spinning a little bit so it's just a lot I agree so what are we talking so, about today we're gonna get into the fourth episode of our series woo woo oh yeah 
So each week we've continued to add different identities that make up Morgan and I as individuals. And today we add our last identity with Gen Z, Black women in corporate America trying to maintain a social life. Isn't that, that crazy? Was, that you was see a how we did that? Fool. That was a breath full. Oh, it sounds, yeah. Sounds crazy when you say it, actually. Like, why? I know, we- when you spell it out like this, it's like, dang, chill out. Uh, no, but for real. real life. Chill out. Be for real. <laughs> <laughs> Be so for what real. does a social life at 23 even look like? How do you maintain it with all the other chaos that comes with basically just adulting overall? As we detail some of our challenges that we have faced, we're going to talk, we're going to try to talk through some solutions that will help us make adulting just a little bit more bearable. So, you know, we don't have all the answers. We never act like we do. So please... Once we post this episode, give us your tips too. We need to hear what you guys are yes. doing as well because we don't know. Basically, at the end of the, end of this conversation, you're going to see we're struggling. <laughs> yes, but, literally. Well, the first question that we had that we're going to kind of go off of is what's your biggest challenge when navigating your social life right now? So my biggest challenge when navigating my social life is <laughs> trying to find, <laughs> right drum roll please trying to find the energy I'm like trying to find the energy to actually engage with my social life um interesting one of the things like like we just talked about like getting tired like during the like the event or the move and like me just wanting to go home. Like I've been struggling with having the energy to be like, obviously I have the energy throughout the week to dedicate to my nine to five. Mm-hmm. Right. But then like, let's say even after that, and it's like, okay, everybody wants to go out for a happy hour after I'm like spent after that. <laughs> so is this so more like, like a energy thing or is this like an interest thing? Like, are you not interested in the after the after moves of like nine to five life or is it like I'm really just tired from my nine to five so I can't go to these things and I'm like actually tired that's that's a good question um I think it's still a little bit of both and I'm gonna tell you why I feel like sometimes especially okay it's it's two different two different kind of versions mm-hmm. this is and it's going to go into something that I think is like important or like a tip so it, it's going to kind of bounce around a little bit well, but <laughs> yes when I go out with like co-workers like let's say it really is like a happy hour with your co-workers straight after work I feel like it's very hard to like go to those and not just talk about work right right it's a little bit yeah so I think that is part of the interest part like that is part of like okay I don't really have an interest because I just I just did work from nine to five I don't want to come to a happy hour and talk about work more right True. but what I experienced this summer was that like I managed to have a group of people that were not related to my work and so when I went out with them it was much different because the conversation was not about work because we don't work together. Right. And that's when right? it's like you're tired from having to do all the work stuff. Exactly. So like my that. interest was a little bit, my interest was higher when I was hanging around people that were not related to my work because I knew that we could yeah. talk about different things. If I'm doing stuff like with coworkers, which, which obviously won't be all the time that's when it would kind of just be like okay like I'm exhausted like I just want to go home because I'm tired <laughs> so it just made it more real which is something that I already knew it made it more real to me that like it's very it's gonna be very important for me to have like a strong set of friends that are not related to my workplace like I cannot make my coworkers my outside of work yeah, friends. Outside friends. It's just, yeah. I need that separation in order to feel better in order to feel comfortable in order to feel like I'm, I'm that interest is peaked. So that's my thing. But then also let's say, okay, separate outside of that. That's happy hour stuff. Getting to the weekend, I'm still trying to find the energy because my thing is that's like, you really only have- Friday has killed me. <laughs> you really only have two days of weekend, right? And barely if, that. 
really one saturday is your only day where you literally had nothing before and then nothing after like exactly everything else is gonna be you got something to plan for yes so my thing is i only have saturday and sunday i have a very extreme case of the sunday scaries which is like i when you look at your schedule and you instantly get anxiety because you know what's coming this week (laughs) google Google, um calendars has been my worst nightmare because it literally like lays it out for you like oh your monday looks crazy well happy saturday like what exactly and it's like I'm really struggling with the Sunday scaries. That's a real thing. And that so maybe my, yeah, maybe my answer and response is like heavily based on just me having anxiety and I'm just like an anxious person. But I think overall, my answer is just like, I'm just having a really hard, just literally work-life balance. Like I'm having a hard time investing in the life part. Like I'm still trying to figure that out. And it's just still like, how does everybody have the energy? How do you have the energy? How, and I was to my coworker that, like, how are you coming home and taking care of a family? I would be so mad if I came home from work and my kids, like, what's for dinner? Are you kidding me? I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> I don't know what's for dinner. I'm tired. So it's like, whoa, that's just crazy to think that people are really doing, like, work life, social life, and, like, parenting life. Like, that's, Whoa. I commend right and I'm pretty sure people listening to me right now it's like girl relax like it's just you it gets worse you know, like, <laughs> that's what you're trying to no say. and it's like dang that's why I'm talking to myself now like if this shit is hard now I don't know what to tell y'all adding anything to, to the mix is like what Heavy. no I feel that though because I would say my biggest challenge is probably very similar I guess mine really isn't energy wise more so than it is like timing wise. There always seems to be something next. Like I get off work and it's like, okay, I got an assignment due. I get off work and it's like, okay, we got to like call for the podcast. I get off work and it's like, okay, I got to make the question for Tuesday. Like it's Mm -hmm. always something that's like, I get off work and then never like uh, I get off work and then I'm off work. I can get off yes. work and still be working. Like, it's just so many things. Yes, get off work like... to... You said what? Get off... I said get off work to more work. No, really. Just to start something else. And, and that has been my biggest challenge of just embracing the moment of social life. Like, not going out for drinks and being like, okay, I can't drink too much. So I got to make sure that I could, like, focus when I do this. Okay, I can't do this because I got to make sure that, like, when I get home, I still can finish this. I got to go home early because I know, like making sure that I'm just kind of enjoying my social life and making that the break that it is used for, like that it's needed for. It's just yeah. having like, okay, I'm here with y'all. I'm in this space with y'all. And I'm really just kind of taking that in and appreciating the fact that I don't have to worry about whatever is coming on my plate tomorrow or after this or whatever. And I think that comes mm-hmm. through with like, like you were saying with just time management and just learning that, I think that I will start to learn that like okay this doesn't have to be done tonight I can wake up tomorrow morning and do it or like you know whatever to kind of space yep. out and enjoy my time while I'm doing whatever because the work will always be there like it's not going there <laughs> at least the work that's outside of your nine to five like it'll always be there I think a question that came up when you were talking for me is this is a question I can't answer because I'm not in my full-time girl era yet but do you take <laughs> Morgan is so do you take PTO like do you utilize that do you like you think you should or no that's actually very 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 good call out because I am and I don't even want to say it because I don't even want to sound like I really be overdoing my part but I do not like I think we have unlimited I don't want to tell y'all we have unlimited at my job and people be taking days even weeks off and I think I've taken off probably twice and they're both for dentist related things like I have taken a day and been like even after my birthday I was like I'm gonna take the Monday off after my birthday we had something due so I'm like I'm just gonna go in because my Tuesday is gonna be terrible if I don't so like I I don't I don't that's the I definitely Girl, you gotta take that PT. Oh, I mean, but that is the same thing of like there's always something next. I take the day off, but I'm like, I see y'all slacks coming in still 
So now I know yeah. that my Tuesday going to be or my whatever day next day is going to be terrible. Like I'm the type that I like to ration out, like ration out my work for the week. So it's like mm-hmm. I just need all the all the days to make sure that I can like stay afloat. But I do agree with you that taking yeah. that time and I think having something planned when I take off that time, not just sitting in the house, taking that time off. I think having an activity or something to do could kind of help with not focusing yeah. so much on like oh you got work to do because you know you're out and about doing whatever you're because then if you're just in the house like you are sitting there watching those slack messages come in like it really has to be like a take your pto mute your slack and i'll get to y'all when Mom, I'm, outside. <laughs> I'm outside for real and it's not just like a, oh take a pto just to go to the club like or what like it's you could but it's really like a if you need a self-care day that's what it is i know for my company like the PTO does not, um, it doesn't, I forget what the word is. I can't think of it right now, but it doesn't like go over to the next year. Oh, so you like, have to use it. You have they to say use that it. like unlimited time off is low key kind of a scam because people don't take as much as they should because they, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, like you just don't take as much as you should versus like, if you have set days, you take, you have to take them. So you, you know, yep. run them out and all that kind of stuff. I think that's more of a psychology thing than like a real thing yeah it's definitely that's something that I I do need to I'm gonna take a trip I told Taya that we need to rent a boat I'm trying to I'm trying to be on a yacht we need to rent a boat (laughs) we need to take a graduation trip we need to do the whole nine because I see so many people that I'll be like you in a different country and it's not to say like in comparison like I try my best not to compare myself to people but I just see people managing they're well see you never know because then you don't really know how well they're performing at work either but it's like <laughs> you right they it, could have it, wreck. it could be a train wreck but you see people taking time off going on trips and like doing whatever and there's even companies now bro that are giving I saw specifically LinkedIn as well as Google I think but they give you like a $2,000 or $3,000 wellness stipend for you to use any way that you want for your wellness. So like I follow this girl on TikTok and she she got a $2,000 wellness stipend and she took a trip to Austria and just did it just to do it. And it's like now everything is expense paid. Like your flight is paid. She got to fly first class. I do everything she just had two thousand dollars to use however she wanted for her wellness so like i don't know if there's I a loophole or any like stipulations with that but the other girl that i saw that worked for a different company she took herself on a full like full day where she just did everything like she went and bought a new bag she did went to the spa she did because <laughs> she had three thousand dollars literally just spend there's so many things in this world to be jealous of and that is one (laughs) that is added to my list of what I'm jealous of of this world like what so what even is that and I just think about that and obviously like this has gone off kind of into a little tangent but it's still just one of those things that's like you just have to try to picture like what does that look like for you because like I just told about two people that spent it in different ways but even just in general, like say you're like, even if you're not getting just flat out money from your company, like you still just you have to find a way. <laughs> yeah, you have to you find a way to it, squeeze yeah. your social life in for you and Fry, because honestly, energy levels for me is pretty much an outcome of like what you said. So like when you're overworking, like then you're not gonna have any energy left at the end of the day either so it's just kind of like trying to find that balance of like what does that look like for me and what's going to make sure that I feel like I'm not getting what I need by the time the weekend comes I'm not just sleeping my weekend away to prepare for yes. the next day or the next like work week no that's yeah. very true now you know I have to ask how is having a boyfriend and having a job and going to school how has that been working? Oh, here you go with the heavy hitter. Morgan, I just want to <laughs> clarify, Morgan's going off script. That was a question straight from the dome. That's I just a good one, though. No. <laughs> um, that's a good one. You know one. what we're here for. No. <laughs> I, I personally, I don't think I'm a good, a good person 
technically to go based off of because my boyfriend and I are doing and have been doing long distance for a long time, just given my situation. I, maybe that is a good thing because that, that also adds an extra layer. A lot of people are experiencing um, that too. Like there's somebody out here that has the same yes, experience. That's going through the same thing, right? So it has been, it's been interesting. And it's just now revealing itself because I think that when you're in college, like it's a whole different ball game of like mm-hmm. class and social life and boyfriend. Now I'm starting to see like full-time work because my internship was full-time work plus the social life, plus having a boyfriend. And I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be very transparent on here because I try to be as best as I can. It was a challenge yeah. because at times where you say that you're going to go out with friends you may like message, like I may message my boyfriend and be like, oh yeah, like I'm going out to do this. Like I, I just get off work. So we barely really get to talk during the nine to five. And then if I say, want to go to a happy hour after that, then it's like, okay, now we're not talking like nine to eight. They're right, talking just true. kind of briefly, like very, very briefly, like checking in, making sure we're good. How are you? Did you eat? Whatever. But like, now it's like nine to eight. Now we're going on like 12 hours where we didn't really get to have like a full conversation. Right. Yeah. And so that was something that was like really, really big. A big realization for me was like, I have to figure out how to, especially long distance too. So, so all we could really do is like do FaceTimes and phone calls. It's like figuring out like, okay, how am I going to like we, I have to be able to communicate and talk with you so that we're not just checking in and that's the only thing we're doing while also being able to do what I want to do, like going out with my friends and like whatever, whatever. But this was really, right. this internship was really like a trial run Lips, for that. Yeah. So I will say that there were a lot of moments where I was like making, I wouldn't say mistakes, but like I was just learning a lot because at a moment where I could have been like, oh, okay, like I'll meet up with you guys in a little bit and still go out, but like take some time to just like have a full conversation with my boyfriend. Like I could have did that, right? But then right, sometimes true. I would just be like, okay, I'm just going with the move, going with the move, going with the move. And then I would look up and be like, we haven't talked all day. Like what the heck, right? True. So it's definitely a thing. And it's something that I had to really get through, like do it a couple of times to learn like what makes it best and a lot of it is really just like really scheduling time for things I think this is like the biggest thing that I learned was like I'm start I'd be looking at the people that schedule every single part of their day and be like okay like they're type a like they're very I don't got that kind of structure but it does really help Yeah. yeah it does really help because if you decide that one thing that we like started to kind of brainstorm and decide was like, okay, like we're actually, we could put like a little like virtual, like FaceTime date or something in our schedule. Oh, right. And now that's that, like off of um, homecoming, remember off of uh, yes. whatever that show is, all American homecoming. And then they had scheduled yes. their FaceTime date. Yes. And, but now it's in my schedule. So it's like, okay, y'all want to go out at eight. I have my FaceTime today. Like, I'm sorry, I can't. Right. Right. And that's really like in my schedule and it's really prioritized and it's like a real thing versus like, if we just say like, oh, like if we're just going based off of the day and we're just trying to call each other when we can fit each other in, then it's going to be, we're not going to have as much success because it's just going to be like, I'm, I'm not seeing you every day. You're not seeing me. So it's just like, we just kind of going through the day, not really realizing that we have not really that. sat down and yeah. had a full conversation. So I think that like putting, cause I get torn between putting everything in my calendar and not because I don't want everything to feel like a, like a, like a check off the list or like a chore almost like a plan. And when I put stuff mm-hmm. on my calendars, it feels very chore. Like, like if I put yep. like, like, let's say I put, I don't know. I don't know. What do I do? like pretty standard like I put that on my calendar now it feels like a work-related thing like a this was just in the same line of what work is to me then like this is something that I actually like to do this is actually something fun so like I don't know what's the how to make these things 
just feel like I'm trying to organize myself more so than I'm like putting the pressure on each and every activity that I have to do throughout the day and making it feel like everything is super duper important and prioritized. Yeah. I think it's just finding the balance, right? Like I wouldn't put a FaceTime date in my schedule once a week, every single week. That would feel too plain for me. Right. But okay, it would be like, saying, yeah. More so just being like, a okay, I know at the very least, if we put one in here on the calendar, that's one to look forward to. But like the other ones, everything are, you know, else, spontaneous. Yeah, like, yeah. Still trying to be more intentional, just normally, but then also still having those staple moments that are like, okay, I know though at this time I'm going to do this. But I definitely do understand the feeling of it becoming like a chore because my thing also too is like, I never want to be that person. I'm just not that person. Like I'm a very go with the flow type of person. Um, And to be like, okay, like we have this at at six o'clock at this time, at this day on this, I'm a very much so like, if it don't work out, cool. We just reschedule it. Don't work out. Right. Right. But then you like change it to days and days and days of it not working out. Right. So I think it's just finding the balance there for everything, but then also still checking in with yourself and making sure that if it's important to you, you need to make sure that it's emphasized. So the True. things that aren't like on that maybe color top coding. five list, <laughs> huh? Now we're starting to color code. No. <laughs> right? So if you, the, the things that aren't on that top five list of like the most important things to you, everything else I feel like can kind of be fluctuated with. But those things, the top five, top three, whatever, that are super important to you, then I feel like those are the things that definitely should have some form of a sh- at least a little bit of structure mm-hmm. as well as priority as you're trying to navigate. Because if not, sometimes it can just get pushed to the wayside, like push the wayside, push the wayside until you look up and be like, dang, I haven't even thought about pretty standard or not that I right. haven't thought about my boyfriend because I don't want to just sound like a <laughs> Sorry about, I forgot you. But- <laughs> <laughs> they try to call me not, <laughs> not that i was just leaving this man high and dry but no, no yeah we just forget like we text all day but we don't have a time where we're actually like hearing each other's voices and talking yeah. like, that's different. and, and i have another thing having a conversation so do you feel like the commitment makes it easier like between you and your boyfriend like do you feel like because you guys are committed that it's easier to make it a priority. And I say this because I, I have mentioned this before, guys, I am like a force on the streets girl. And I think that sometimes I don't prioritize like the person I'm talking to necessarily because it's like, there's really no commitment between us. Like, yes, I want to get to know you and like, you're cool, whatever, what have you. But like, if there's something else that pushes ahead and that could even be something as slight as like, I need to go to sleep tonight because I got to wake up in the morning. Like, I won't prioritize them because they aren't a committed person to me. Yeah. I'm not going to hold you G. I think very much so. (laughs) I think the commitment, I think the commitment does, it makes, I think it does. Like, I think if I was in that position where like I was not committed, I would definitely be like all for my job. Like just, for my job and just like for my my social life or like whatever, just because it's kind of like, I don't know, like you said, like if I gotta get up early, I gotta get up early. I gotta go but like when you, when you love someone, it's like- You're willing to make those sacrifices. You're willing to make the sacrifice 1000%. Like I am so willing to make the sacrifice for like whatever, just because it's like, I love you. I don't want to How are you supposed to get there if you don't sacrifice in the beginning? Like, well, when you find the one that start when you, it really, it might just feel like a natural thing. I don't know. I never had to do this. Once again, you look up and you're like, what? Like, I'm sacrificing for you? Like, when did I start doing this? Like, but it sure, doesn't you know feel bad. Like, it doesn't feel like a chore because you want to do it. Right. Like with my boyfriend, it doesn't feel like a chore because I want to do it. Like I want to do those things. Um, And you want to prioritize that person because you care about them and you literally like want to talk to them. True. And that's my thing, though, is that it's not that I don't usually want to. Like it isn't like a no, like 
I'm avoiding you or I don't want to talk to you. I'm putting people ahead of you just because, but it's more so just like a, I don't know. It's just certain things, you know, are like concrete. Like I know pretty standard. I know this podcast. I know my friends are like concrete things versus like, what if I invest in you? And then I, I'm taking part of my social life that I already really don't have. And then we don't work. I wasted time. (laughs) But I don't think it's necessarily wasted time. Because for me, unless the opportunity is like a really, really, really impeding opportunity, like let's say somebody is like, I don't know, like for a job, I'll be like, you have a project that's due. It's like, if you prioritize that person over that project and you knew it was due, like that's not the you well. <laughs> right? But like the job technically, at least if it's not an impeding project or whatever, or you not on no dang on probation or nothing like the job's always going to be there right the pretty is always going to be there too so then that's when you start to try to rationalize like okay do i want to like put this person or this conversation or this event over these things for right now not like for this one circumstance or this one instance because i know that these other two things can wait at least for this one conversation or this one date or this one event and then i do that and then i still feel like when you get to the end, let's say, even if it doesn't work out, I wouldn't necessarily view it as wasted time because at the moment you weighed those options and you decided it at that right. moment. And you enjoyed the person. And you enjoyed it. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not wasted time if you're really thinking about it and you're like, okay, no, I know my job is sitting right here. I know Pre Standard's sitting right here. I know this other thing is sitting right here. But after all of these things, I still want to go out with him. So I'm going to do that. Period. Oh, you waited already. It's over. <laughs> right. And you can't get mad at yourself for weighing that and being like, that's what I wanted to do at the time. I prioritize that at the moment. That's it. That's valid. Very I think valid. that that's what it is. And like I said, once again, I don't have all the answers. I'm still struggling like, very, very heavily. <laughs> like I'm struggling with everything. And that's been my biggest thing, like in my relationship, my friend, my family like everything has been like uh piling up I'm just trying so hard to figure it out like please be patient while I figure it out but like obviously I know it can get a little chaotic but like especially in my relationship like we already came into this knowing this is like a very 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 trial and error time like not I'm not just I'm not the only one that's just figuring stuff out or whatever like he also is figuring stuff out too so we both know, like, there's going to have to be some level of patience there as we try to figure out, like, what does adult life look for us? And we don't live together. So, like, we're also trying to figure out, like, how do we make our separate lives come together? Come together. That's true. And that's where, like, the time manager, like you said, for all of these things. And then also just, like, you were talking about the commitment. Like, it's not even, like, your commitment, of course, is, like, a stronger commitment. But just committing to even... Like if you're single, committing to dating, like that's something that yeah. you do and it's not necessarily a person, but it's committing that you're going to take time out to date is. And what, yeah, and actually like want to love someone or right. like wanting to add love to the list of all the other things that are important during adulting. Because I also know at the end of the day, like this is still an intentional choice exactly. that I'm making to do this and to add love into the other things that. I am balancing and I still, I still like it. Cause I'm like, I still right, want I feel that. like the love part should be like the, the breath of fresh air part most of the time. Exactly. I mean, it's not going to always be, but like, that's the point where you can kind of have something, especially like we named a lot of things that you don't always get to choose, like happy hours, work, whatever extras you're doing outside of work. But like love is something that you literally are choosing from beginning to end. Like that is a conscious choice that sometimes that's like, refreshing to know that you chose something and got to like see that through yeah you got to see it through and it's so it's so nice it's so fun especially if you get to be like if you actually get to I think if you're living with if you're living with the person and they're nearby you like I feel like that makes it a little bit easier because like you guys can just factor each other into each other's lives by seeing each other more often um, I think it's a little different when you're when you're long distance, but hopefully that won't be the case for me for much longer. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which is it? 
So, so what yeah. one thing that has become more attractive in adult life, social life? So we should- in your in my adult social life. Um, I feel like we talked about all the bad things. <laughs> Talk about let's right? think. Actually, okay, I feel like no, I'm kidding. Right. I feel like you should go first, and then I'm gonna go. Okay. 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 I would say the biggest attractive component that has been added to my social life as an adult would be funds. Um, I think being able to pay and do, like, of course, I'm not like big balling, but I have more funds than what I did in college and before to be able to do more things and like feel comfortable doing them. Like if I go out for drinks, I'm not like, oh my goodness, I'm really kind of spending half my college check. Like college check just to be so small mm-hmm. that like you low key was spending and kind of feel it. Now it's like, okay, drinks is not something that will like hurt my pockets, which is nice. Um because it's weird because you lose the time that you had in college to be able to use the money. But when you can use the money, I think it's nice to be able to have like the cushion of okay, like this is not gonna be too too much on me. Yeah. I would say funds probably has been the most attractive thing. I hope that gets, you know, bigger as time goes on so I can afford more things. Like when we talk about trips and stuff, that all comes with like more money, more more spending. Yeah. Money. Look, girl, I love to I love it. Like I love that that's that is a fun part because it's not nobody that can tell you no be like one got the money to do that like right like in high school you have experience like you know it's just it's it's different when you can actually be like oh okay like I can do this like I can actually I mean and that's before rent and all this stuff Carson starts to play into to the role yeah ask me in a year I might not say this no more (laughs) but this actually that was actually what I was gonna say was like that does come with uh, con though because you don't have anybody that's going to tell you we get we don't got the money to do this so you have to be the person right, to maybe you should have somebody that has the money to do this and that can become hard sometimes to be able to tell yourself like yeah girl no we should sit this one out sometimes right. you may not have that and you may be like I'm gonna just do it anyway and then because like having it. it and like having it is two different things like it could be in your account but it is really what you should be spending it on Cause I just had like my car just broke, my muffler broke. Did not know. I'm thinking my car got sport mode. I'm like, whoa, like why is it sounding so loud? Girl, the muffler, the muffler was on the ground. And I take it to the shop, had to get some other stuff done too. And it's like five hundred dollars already out of my account just from a day's work, like a day's of it. And it's like that isn't a crazy amount of money but like car troubles can really add up stuff like that can just randomly be something you have to spend right out of pocket so like you can have money in your account but you also have to account for things like that where it's like I need this car to get to work so I have to pay for this if I don't have it in my account because I just bought a tail far like it's you know it's it definitely is and with car troubles like the moment you allow them to start working you have to pay because that's labor they charge you, you have to pay. So and like you have to oh be gosh. very, very clear. As soon as you pull it into that garage, don't don't let them touch it. Because as soon as they touch it, you are paying for labor, no matter hey, what they do. They could touch it. They could touch it and still not solve the problem, and you still paying for labor. No, because <laughs> when I got my car back, I said, "Why is my check engine light still on?" All right, that's what exactly. I'm talking about. It just be like one thing after another. So it is like. There's a comfort in getting more money, but then there's also like, now that my parents don't have a full-time job, they like, okay, well, how much is it? Okay, well, you're going to pay it. And I like, almost my heart jumped out of my chest. I said, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) not y'all not going to help me. Oh man, it's getting bad. Oh, it's getting bleak. These are the dark days. It's getting dark. So imagine that on top of, if I had to pay rent this month, on top of, I had to pay a car note this month. Like Mm -hmm. now it's. Yeah, actually, now that you have me going down this dark hole of money and budgets, maybe that's not a pro. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, though. It is still because you do still have like, obviously, the more money you make, like we're still in the very, very beginning stages. And the more money we make, like, obviously, they say more money, more problems. And I fully believe that. Fully. But the more money we make, like, 
it will get better. Like it will not be such a hard, heavy hit. It'll just kind of be like, you know, it's cool. Cause also when you start saving, like you'll have, and as you save, you have rainy day funds and you have the funds to be like, okay, I saved for this. And I planned for this. I planned to have funds for a car trouble or a car thing or whatever. So I definitely think it's, it's just proper like planning and just making sure that, you know, you're not at your last $2 when you need something. Then you cool. But I definitely feel like this was a perfect segue into one that I was going to say, oh, yeah. which was, I had to look up the definition just to be positive, even though it should be like, you should know the definition of this, but I wanted to read it. But Mine was going to be freedom. Okay. And to add on to that, like the freedom of discretion, right? So discretion, the definition says the freedom to decide what should be done in a particular situation. I think that this has become more attractive to me in my adult social life. Some people may view this as a con. Yeah, me. But like (laughs) (laughs) having discretion, like it has been one of the biggest things that has helped me build my confidence. Like as an adult, like I could really be like, no, I don't want to do this and really not do it and not go. I don't have any obligation for my mama being like, no, you should go. You got to support this. If I don't want to go, I don't have to go. And I could say no and not go. If I don't want to, if everybody trying to go to the club and I just know I'm at my last straw and I want to go home, I don't have to go discretion like if i know i'm drunk off my behind and it's probably best when i probably can't decide during that moment but <laughs> even just in general it's like you have the freedom to say no without people may be mad at you whatever but not even just the freedom to say no but you just have the freedom to do what you feel like is best for you in any particular situation and i love that and i feel like that's something that i'm becoming more comfortable with in my adult life like if I know that going and doing this is not going to make me happy or it's going to make me uncomfortable, I don't want to do it. And I have not become the best at it. Like I'm still actively working on it. There are still some things where I'll put myself in a situation and be like, gee, why would you do this? You knew you shouldn't have came here, (laughs) but exactly. And so that does still happen, but then that's also still like a learning lesson and it's still like, okay, so I know for next time I could say no. And I'm a grown adult. And that's, perfectly like who gonna fight me right and when you first said that I was like I that is like a fear like I hate having to decide a lot of the times because it's like you know you just you don't know if your decision is the right decision but I think that even as you were just talking I came to terms with the fact that even if it wasn't the right decision it really is a learning experience like whatever it is it's like okay, like I went home early after I did, like I drank three drinks, but actually I could have drank four. But like now I just know, like I know more of my limits, what I can do, what I yeah. can do. Like, it's not really a, that's a glass half full look. I like that about you. And at the end of the day, thanks dude. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it's just becoming more comfortable with the fact that it's my decision to make, Yeah. right? So even if you make the decision and it ended up not being a good one or it was a mistake, it's my decision to make. So yes, it is my decision also to clean up, but I made the decision and I got to do that. Right. And the fact that like, right? you realize you're going to have to clean up yourself anyway. Like if I would have told y'all and y'all helped me or if I would have made it and it was my choice at the end of the day, it's my responsibility to clean up. So I might as well make it exactly. my decision so I feel a little bit better about having to clean it up because I'm like okay it was on me I did that I made that I made yeah. that voice cool yeah so I think even just on top of that like just becoming more confident in my decisions like that has become really attractive to me in my adult life because for things that I used to view as like scary like I'm trying to get better at just like tackling and just doing it like just do it just try it do it and tackle it and see what happens and being okay with like whatever the outcome is I'm just gonna bounce back from I didn't bounce back from a bunch of stuff so it's like I ain't never seen an adult in just my life in general that ain't bounced back from some stuff so it's like you come out look it's my turn what is one like social life adult social life thing that you feel like is overrated 
going to the club no <laughs> no don't, don't don't take it back because that's for real <laughs> y'all don't want to hear that that's an unpopular opinion um an adult thing that's overrated I don't know I may keep it as that like I don't no, know like the sections alone that that alone is never a good money spend I think about that all the time about people paying for bottles that are like 40 at a liquor store and you're paying 200 at a club they're 200 dollars just because it has a sparkler attached it's you like I'm gonna let you do it because I, thought- I just wouldn't but like oh gosh it's like maybe your birthday or something a regular Saturday come on put it up I thought it was a loophole like because I hadn't done it a lot before and then also just tidbit like we both turned 21 in the pandemic so we have not been in the game for that right, long. we don't know what bottle girls do for real <laughs> we don't know what this life is like for real we're just starting to figure it out post pandemic it's like I thought that it wasn't for real like when they said $300 for the bottles like I just, I cannot explain what I thought, but I did not. I, I just was for the thinking. whole thing. Like I thought when you bought bottles, you get the section and you get the bottles and the bottle girls as like a $300 all-inclusive. Like a package. Right. <laughs> I'm thinking it's like an all-inclusive package, but when they said you're paying a thousand, then you're paying 300. Then they're not only doing one round. So it's like you're paying more. Then I was like, okay, whoa, stop. Even if it's five guys in the section all playing, all paying for this, it's still sounding crazy. Like, is Dude, they're probably going to listen to us and be like, these girls, like, gee, get a load of these girls. But that's why but, I was like, y'all picking people that's going into section not dancing. No, y'all going to need to get some dances, get some get some entertainment. Performing. We're paying all that. Nah, it's called, you're not, no. you're not picking right for what you I need mean, a full show. But the reason why I feel like it's overrated is just because, like, one of the things that I've been doing, like, as an adult, that is like to my benefit, but also like to my downfall is like every single purchase I make, I always second guess it and be like, could I have spent this money better doing this? <laughs> they definitely Could I have spent that. this money better on this? Like I need a new computer and like, that's a need, right? But it's a thousand dollars. And I just be like, gee, what could I do with a thousand dollars right now? Like, it's just a lot of things. I could buy a flight. I could do this. But that's just like, that shows that's not our lifestyle. Because like, to them, that is worth it. Like when we talk about prioritizing and things like that, like we don't prioritize being in a section and like buying the bottles, but that might be their relaxing, their moment of like peace, of just being around a whole bunch of people that they paid or helped pay like for drinks for and like that whole experience may be something for them that gives them joy. So I'll never say don't but I'm just saying I would never, ever, ever, ever let my boyfriend say he was going to buy a section. I would feel okay about it. Like I would no. be thinking about a lot of things. Because <laughs> you're not spending our rent payment for the month in a club. I will never. I just can never. Or it's like Casamigos in a, in a uh, banner. Oh, you. Dude, we finna have some Casamigos in a banner in this house. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to go to Pablo, buy the banner, get us a little sparkler. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. We finna do this in the house. I, I'm just not that type. So even then, like you say, like I said, I need a computer. And even then that's a need. And I'm like, how can I spend this better? Even if like, even if I were to spend a thousand dollars in that club, I'm like, I could spend a thousand on the computer. I have been getting really, I don't know. I just be going back and forth on like, there's no best way to spend your money. Like it's all once again, trial and error, but it's just right. kind of like. And if you have just, more spending no. money too, like we're talking from, a we're just getting into the work life like figuring out bills but if you really have it it may not be a thought to them like a thousand dollars in the club just do it I'm I'm still up like once I leave the club I still have the money a lot of times it's not that but there are people out here that like that thousand dollars in the club did nothing for their pocket like they are yeah and you don't have it to just blow but it's like keeping things up for appearance purposes and now you're eating sandwiches for the rest of the week and it's like (laughs) was it worth it was it worth it and I also think too like I just I'm not the type I can't finish a bottle in one sitting so I mean no really anytime I bring a bottle to an event I'm like please finish it guys do not give me any leftovers I do not want to take this home I am not a fan this bottle is gone I want it gone like I'm not gonna I was gonna say for my overrated one is brunch 
I know this is going to hit the girls. But I also think because champagne makes my head hurt so bad, I, I automatically just don't like mimosas like that. And that's a key thing to brunch. But the food, I have very rarely went to a brunch spot and enjoyed my food. I have like one or two places that I've been like, okay, this is actually a meal. Everything yeah, else the is food. Aesthetic. Is nasty every time, and maybe because you're drinking so many bottomless mimosas, you My start to forget what the food <laughs> tastes like. Me, I don't forget what the food tastes like. My I don't waffle forget. was hard, and I remember that. Like, <laughs> and I am hungry. Like, I am one, and I said this in a couple podcasts back, where I'm like, if I'm going for a drink, I need to snack on some fries or some. If I'm drinking, I need something to eat. Like, that's just who I am. Or the liquor is going to go straight to my brain. It's just like, and the I need something wet, to eat. Like, are y'all kidding? If not, no. So the food being nasty or like, I feel like it's kind of like half-assed because it's just like, for one, brunch is a huge thing right now. So it's a lot of people. Right. And they're trying to make food really fast. So that's like, you know, considering the workers, but it's just kind of like, they're just pushing stuff out or they're just creating these restaurants for an Instagram photo versus exactly. like for and my a lot actual of that stuff stomach. Sometimes be too sweet. Like, why would I want a cinnamon roll glazed pancake on top of I'm I'm drinking mimosas? Like now, so I'm you in a sugar coma. I'm you in a sugar coma and a liquor coma. Like, no, I'm just not making <laughs> it out of here. I'm not making no, it. No, they need okay. to put some freaking mimosas in IHOP. Get some regular. Oh, no, really? <laughs> No, I need some saltine crackers at this point. Um, gee, like it's just not it's not making sense for me because anytime I have a drink that's too sugary and it's like too much sugar and liquor, like that makes that's what really gives me the headache and like makes me feel sick because it's just a lot of sugar going on and you crash from both. Like brunch is aesthetics. Like if you are going to brunch, you are signing up for I want good pictures, and I get that. But like, yeah. I'm not going to brunch with the thought of I'm about to have a good meal and a good drink. Like it's it's a, it's a tad bit overrated. I actually did see a TikTok and this girl was like, my boyfriend's going to share his unpopular opinion. And he was like, brunch is a scam. Like y'all are going to brunch. First of all, I could buy my eggs for $2 and make them at home. And y'all paying 15, 16, <laughs> 20 just for a, a, a omelet. Brunch and is that's like one the, thing for girls to best like sections. Like girls yeah, are willing to pay for brunch and guys are willing to pay for sections. Like that's how exactly. <laughs> and like they're surcharging on it because they know that we're going to pay for it because it's hot right now. Like it's right. popular. So it's like, they know we're going to pay for the aesthetics. So they're going to overcharge for breakfast. And that's another thing too, is like breakfast is one of the cheapest foods to make. Right. And you go to the grocery store and get breakfast. Up. Cause that's a box scary. of pancake mix is like two dollar, three dollar, a dollar. Like, it's cheap, so it's not expensive to make the food. They're just overcharging because they know people are gonna pay it. For some so runny like, eggs, oh gosh. For some runny eggs and a, a mimosa, and yeah, it's they it, it's a scam for sure. They didn't take the industry. It was like take somebody who's really gonna get active. Bottomless is not even like. You really got to be with a group that's really going to finish some bottles, for real. In order for bottomless mm-hmm. to even make sense and to be like, oh, yeah. okay, like I'm paying for this. I pay for a lot of liquor and I pay for my meal. Is yeah. Now that I think about it. I don't know. Uh, and maybe it's just the pandemic in me. And this might be the parent. It might suck because this might be the parent I'm going to be. But it just it has become more and more harder for me to do shit in the world that I'd be like, I could do this at home, but maybe it's no, really, I I've been years, doing it at home. <laughs> I spent two years doing stuff at home. Like we were for real in college, making full blown brunches in the house, in, the in house. our apartment. And it's like, we could do this at home. We could buy a bottle of champagne and some orange juice and make some stuff shake. Now you want me to it's- come out and pay $30? Because you got some flowers <laughs> and some neon lights. And now we pay yeah. we paying all this money for it. And it's like, I'm sounding like, um, I feel like I'm sounding like the dad of everybody hates Chris. Jay, no, my but, kids uh, need to know. Somebody trying to go where? No, nah, tell them I got the waffle maker. I'm going to plug it up. Tell them all to come <laughs> <up> here. <laughs> I'm going to get the living room looking real nice. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Uh, I got y'all. So what is no. one tip? I know we kind of we kind of been giving tips throughout this, I feel. But yeah. what's like one major one that 
we we think can get us through make adulting a little happier a little bit more fun because adulting is fun in a lot of areas I think that we're just kind of in the grunt of it because this is like us transitioning into being adults but I think there is some fun there there is some some good moments how do we keep yes how do we make these good moments oh I think the biggest thing is like choosing you and it sounds super simple but like there's a lot that comes with that I think it sums up like everything yeah everything that I've talked about up until this point is like choosing you and prioritizing you and I think when you prioritize yourself like obviously if you have a boyfriend or like a whatever like attached to that like they also are included in that but like choose you and I feel like whatever you feel like is best for you like start maybe this is, this is better. Like start trusting your gut. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a bit, that's been a big thing, like choosing myself and trusting my gut. If I go against my gut almost every time I'd be like, I knew this was going to happen because my gut told me it was going to happen. So I just have to be more honest with like, what is my gut saying? And like going with that, because that's yeah. going to help you like know what events to say yes to and what events to say no to, or like, know when to literally stop drinking like your gut factors into everything like know how to show up for your friends for your partner for your whatever properly just trust it it's not always going to be right but for the most part it's just kind of like if you have a thought in your mind that's kind of like like maybe you just shouldn't right or maybe you should and that's with spending money like that's with everything so I've had a lot of times where I'll be like is this just like a smart like my gut is telling me that like this may not be a smart decision, like money wise, or I'm maybe right. reckless later. So, like, I'm so that's just gonna... interesting because, like, how has communication been for you with this method of like trusting I'm your trusting gut? My gut? Because it just kind of seems like when communicating with people, especially let's say if you're kind of in between, or even if you're not in between and you are like, you want to make it seem like you're confident in whatever you're saying, like, how. How is communicating with people when it's like my sole answer to you is that I just trusted my gut? Like, how do you say that without making it seem like I'm just I'm just trying anything and hoping it works? Yeah, it's just kind of like a well, let's say your gut's telling you not to do something. You could lie, okay? How about first <laughs> you could lie and you could come up with something and be like, oh yeah, like I just I don't want to go or I don't want to do this. Or you could just be like, I don't know. Like I was thinking, for example, the first thing that came to mind, this was something that I did like ages ago, like in college, mm-hmm. like all my friends were going to Miami for spring break. And I initially said I was going to go when I said yes, my gut the entire time was like, no, 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 no. Like you don't need to go. It was not a smart financial decision. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, like I just had a lot going on. So it's just like, do you really need to just kind of up and go to Miami right now? Like that would just be really spontaneous. I'm having these thoughts in my head and I feel like that does happen more often than not. And you could just like kind of ignore them and push them off or you could literally listen to it. And then it just comes out as like an honest conversation. Like, honestly, y'all, I know I said I was going to go, but like, it's, it's just really not. I just really can't do it. Like I really can't do it. And then it's up to, it's up to you to decide if you want to give an explanation why, or if you do not, right? And I right. think that's, and that's been a big like, thing for me. Have to say anything at all. Like, it's like, just, when you're trying to communicate it, yeah. it, don't overthink it and don't stress it. One of the biggest things that I've been learning when it comes to the whole, even the discretion thing is like, you could say no with a period and don't have anything yeah, else like, to say no after that. Sentence. Yes, Nobody's going to so like, people really will try to demand an explanation out of you and make you feel like you have to say, like, I have to give a reason why. And I am so bad at this. Like I have actively been getting better, but it's really like, I have felt like for a lot of my life, I can't say no without, or I can't say like, oh, my gut's telling me this or whatever without it being like, well, why? And will it even be better? Like, Will giving that explanation even help? Like when they already have it in their head, they're going to have an attitude. So it's like, I can say I can't go because this is the last of the last. They like, okay, whatever. Like, it don't matter if I say whatever I say, it's not going to be good enough. So it's like. Exactly. Like people will still completely disregard because you're not fulfilling their needs. 
Right. So or they might not even not care. Good. Like you might say all this stuff and they're like, okay, girl, like whatever. Like it's just like exactly. uh, I'm moving I on like to the next thing. Like I'm gonna still go. And for me, it was so hard. Like I said, that was my freshman year. It was so hard for me to say no. And I was I was just so like worked up about it. And I'm like, oh, are they gonna be mad at me? Like, oh, what is this gonna be? Are they gonna stop being my friends? Like whatever. And when I said no, like honestly, it's just I just feel like it's not good for me. I did give a reason, but I'm like, I just feel like this is not a good choice for me right now financially. And I just have a lot going on. It was like, okay. And they still went. Right. And they about, I see you. I send pics. And I wasn't <laughs> mad about it. Like nobody was mad. I was not mad because I knew I made the right decision for me. And then they were not mad because they was going to go anyway. They was going to so, go. Like, and as long as you like, and that's too, I think is important. It's like just vocal. And that's what I'm learning at work, especially is like vocalizing when something could could potentially go downhill or change of plans. Like just vocalizing it early can just save everybody time. Like not yeah. doing something too long. Cause if I know something's going downhill at work. I'm gonna let everybody know. So that way we can hurry up and like recorrect before rather than like waiting for it to happen waiting for them to buy the hotel waiting for whatever and then being like oh actually because now that's when I'm mad because like now it's pockets and things like that but like when it comes to making a decision early on it's like I mean there's really nothing else to be said yeah but and that's when the gut comes in because you know how you feel like when you're accepting something or saying yes or saying no like you know how that decision makes you feel I also have like anxiety so I just feel like my body really it really be telling me if I don't like (laughs) talking about it gives me clear answers full commitment so for me I feel it very heavily but also just for some people it's kind of like I don't know it's up to you to kind of have that discretion to be like is this what I want to do is it not right? And if I said no, I could say no with a period. And then I said that's also greatest part period, of being okay. an adult. Yes. No, period. And that's it. And I don't want to talk about it. Because no that's just the no decision question. that I'm making. Yeah. And it seems like, oh, like that's easier said than done. Sometimes, yes. If you're dealing with people that make it really, really hard for you to do that, you have to start questioning, like, why are you pressuring me so much? Like, why are you pressuring me? And who are these people that I'm like allowing into my life that don't understand like me or my circumstances or whatever. So yeah, be confident in your decisions and like, just do them and yeah, do them. Come out, do it. Do it and listen to yourself. That kind of goes into what I was, I was thinking as well of just taking the time to figure out what's important to you because it will help you prioritize and time manage and all of that because you will start to be able to like naturally have things kind of fall into place like um like I was saying before about planners and like having everything feel like it's a chore when I put it on my planner but it wouldn't feel that way if I was very sure that this thing was important to me with this thing is lower level but this thing is like okay mm-hmm. this is what like a birthday for a friend is more important than like if they're just trying to go to a regular brunch now I can kind of prioritize what my what my days and what my weeks are going to look like because I have the priorities straight of like what is most important to me and then how can I make sure those things get done and mm-hmm. I think sometimes we're forced, you know, like a nine to five is always going to kind of have to be important to you because you got to get a check. But like those things outside of it, I think can be because I have recently like personally, it took me all the way to like I'm almost done with school for me to feel like I am finally living a I'm going to live my life and then I'm going to make sure I get my schoolwork done. But that's going to come like it's not a I'm yeah. basing my whole life around work school and then whatever else like I'm making sure that I'm fitting like even my work life school life I'm fitting it into my schedule I'm making sure that the work is done but it's not like a this is main priority I cannot do anything else I'm gonna like super focus in on these two things I'm starting to you know if a friend wants to go to brunch but I have an assignment due okay I'm still gonna go to brunch but I'll make sure I stay up and do the assignment or wake up the next day and do the assignment like I'm gonna work school around my schedule I'm gonna work work yeah. Oh, but, I mean, not if I've got to go to that part, but I'm going to work like the extra stuff around my schedule. I'm not going to just live based off of, okay, I have this assignment, do this assignment, do like living assignment to assignment, whether that's work or school. Yep. So Working like to one. live versus living to work. Exactly. Where do you get that from? You Lindsay? want to, no. I like that. <laughs> you want to work to live. 
that's it. Like I'm literally just working so I can live my life, but I'm not working. I'm not living so that I can work. Like, no. And coaches, and like I think job that that culture, school culture could make you feel like that though. Like, yeah, you go into these places and they're super excited about what's going on. And not that you're not super excited or like what you do or whatever, but it's still like you're living out somebody else's dream. Unless this is your <laughs> business, unless this is your school. Like you're living through somebody else's dream or you're, this is a means to an end to get to your dream. So it's like, when you look at things like that, it sounds cynical, but it's it's positive because you still enjoy it. But it's just like this is this is your dream. This is what you like. This is what you love. I am here to fulfill a role. Yep. And you're gonna do it well. You just you don't have to dedicate your whole life to it. Yep. Prioritizing you. I think prioritizing that's... you. I wish we could change the title to that. Prioritizing you. Yeah. How beautiful. Prioritize you. That's all adulting is. It's like prioritize you. Obviously, don't be selfish. Like, you find ways to fit things in. But you have to make sure you're okay at the end of the day, juggling all of these right. things. Like, everything that we have named. Yep. Everything that we have named. Like, the name is long, and it's on purpose. Because it's like, you are juggling a lot of different things at one time. And somehow, you still find a way to and show up. you still find a way. Because these are just general things. Like, these are, like, the basics. If we got into, like, regular, even just breaking up our two day-to-day lives, it's piles on piles on top of just these five or four things that we named. So, it's like, yep. it can go long, longer, and longer, and long, longer. Long, long, and longer. Many things. But you guys yep. are doing great. We're all doing great, you know? You're here. You're listening. So, that clearly means you made it to the next day. <laughs> it's great to me. a good time it's a good time yeah. adult life can be a good time if you make it that way and I think that's what I'm just trying to get to it's like I appreciate trying to get to a point like where it, all yeah it. trying to get to a point where it doesn't feel sad but like more so <laughs> like a it's a party right because I like have sad someone. girls club yes oh gosh well, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys got some type of tip from us. We want some tips from you guys because we are clearly here to hear it. So mm-hmm. we'll see you next week. That's all we have for you today. In order to make sure that we keep growing, like, leave a review, and tell a friend. Bye. <laughs>